0: Hey, everyone. I hope you're doing good out there. I'm glad to uh glad to come to you today. I kind of have a cold, so bear with me a little bit. but um, I was really thinking today about why it's so hard to ask for help, right? I feel like it's one of the hardest things that we do um and if you're anything like me, asking for help is super hard. It actually used to be pretty painful for me. I would think about asking for help and I could literally feel my gut hurt. I would feel shame. Um, I would feel like I was incompetent. It wasn't a really fun thing. I think that maybe a combination of our culture and our upbringing has really influenced us to think that we should be able to do everything on our own, not ask for help. I also grew up with a very amazing independent single mom who did almost everything by herself. But I also think that we see in others what we want to see, because when I reflect back on this, she did ask for help. She asked for help a lot. Uh, one of the biggest th- people that she asked for help was my grandparents. Um, they were a huge help to us. They often live like we often lived with them. We often shared our lives with them. I can't imagine not having that opportunity. If my mom didn't ask for help, I wouldn't have had that special relationship with them. I wouldn't have been able to have them be such a key part of my life. And by asking my grandparents for help, my mom allowed herself grace and she gave my grandparents and myself the chance of a lifetime to enjoy, love, and spend time together that we wouldn't have otherwise. I told you I have a cold. Bear with me. I've been running into things all day. Um, When I was in my early 20s, I came down with Crohn's disease. Crohn's is a gastrological issue. It affects people in many different ways, but it usually revolves around digestion. At that time, I was living alone in Florida, very, very far away from Vermont, where my family was. I was so sick. I lost so much weight. I ended up weighing about 80 pounds. I went to the ER several times, usually for dehydration, um, and I would vomit, not to be gross, but I would be sick for up to 12 hours. It w- was truly awful. But I felt like, oh, I'm down here. I want to deal with it my- on my own. I was literally by myself for the first time I had moved down there with a guy and we had just broken up. And I just really wanted to prove to everybody and myself that I could do it on my own. But I also had this huge thing going on, right? Um, luckily for me, my mom knew better because she usually does. She came down and, and got me and she's like, mm, you're going home. She knew that I needed help. She moved me back to Vermont. I got the care I needed, started to learn the lessons that it's okay to ask for help. And thank God for that, because when I turned 30 and I got cancer, the process of asking my community and my friends and my family for help was so much easier. It wasn't as painful because I had already learned some of those lessons. Another way to think of this is when I moved together with my husband, Trevor, and he moved his girls in. I automatically felt like I should start doing everything, right? Like, I mean, all the chores, all the scheduling, everything. I just felt like that that was my job. But I was also really crabby and resentful about that. Like, why am I the only one doing this? How come no one's helping me? Well, because I didn't ask them, right? So when I started asking them for help and I started making the chores a part of our life, we became like the Fortin family team, right? Like, We all fold these laundries together. We all do our dishes together. If we all sweep one part of the house, it will get done faster. Um, It just became part of our life. And so that's another example of this huge shift. That's hopefully a good lesson for the girls someday. And just asking for help. People don't know what we need unless we ask. Um, And I do, I completely get asking for help um, is painful. It can also take you to a very much better place, right? When you ask the right people to ask for help, they won't shame you or hold their help against you. They will freely give it to you because they want to, if they're the right people. Uh, They will take that piece of burden off you that you can't hold and hold it for you. And even if you find the right people, they'll hold that burden while showing you how to let go of that burden, how to transform it, or even how to manage it more effectively. So at some point, we all need this and we deserve the help. When you don't reach out for help, you are depriving the person who can help you. And by asking for help, you may help that person feel validated or useful. They may find extra joy in their life. You don't know. It might be what they want to do. Um, it is ironic. It is ironic that I have this, I had this whole issue about asking for help, but yet my whole life, my jobs have been helping people. I was in the restaurant business for over 25 years, busting tables to managing. And so literally my job is helping people, whether it is the staff or the customers, whatever it is that have the best experience they can. I'm also a teacher. So again, literally I'm helping students all day long. And now I'm a life and wellness coach and I love, and my passion is helping women. I want to help women choose themselves. I want them to lift that burdens off their life and find the joy and happiness that you deserve, that every single person deserves, period. Amen. So as much as I know asking for help is hard, I also know that paying for help is hard. For me, and if you are like me, sometimes paying can be a little bit easier because you're expecting an outcome. Other times, it's really hard to pay because I feel like I have to justify my worth. Like, am I worth this? <laughs> um, do I actually need this? Right? That can be hard sometimes. That whole guilt factor. Well, for one, if you are paying for help, you should expect outcomes a hundred percent. However. The most outcome you will get is if you put the work in as well. A coach can only do so much. A person you're asking for help for can only do much. Like anybody else can only do so much because remember, you're in control of yourself. So the more you give, the more you will get. So yes, you can ask for help, but the more specific and the more you work on it, the more you'll get. Um, Two, you are worth it, right? Like we're all worth it. We're all worth the help. We are worth the money We to help ourselves, whatever it is, like we're worth it for sure. So what you'll observe is that the more you take care of yourself and the more those burdens may change to blessings, those days that are harder become easier. The energy you crave and need comes back to you and you'll go from being burnout. Sorry, I got sidetracked for a second, Woo! you'll go from being burnout out and resentful to happy and grateful. This is what has happened in my life because I was willing to ask for help and I was willing to pay for it. And this can definitely be your life too. And that's why I wanted to explain my six week one-on-one program with you. My program is in a holistic approach to take you from feeling depressed, anxious, like your life is spiraling out of control to a place of feeling peace centered happy again. This program is not a cure-all, but it is a safe space to dive into yourself and give you tangible tools to lower your stress, get you moving, create energy in your day, and align your schedule. We work together to identify a number of things that are causing you maybe um, to feel depressed, to feel anxious, to be unhappy every day, and then what you can do instead. This process is called finding your motivating factor. What's really there? What's your actual factor pushing you forward? And we start to put together an action plan so you can start moving towards that happier life. I'm going to give you tools and strategies so that as you go through your day and you start feeling anxious or start feeling stressed out, you can actually pause in the moment and know what to do to get your day Back going again to get your energy good again. We'll take a look at your overall health habits. We'll make a custom action plan. That's just for you, not for a ton of people, but just what works for you in your season right now. And it will include, but not limited to food and fitness and mind. So you're all being taken care of and I'm your accountability, right? I'm, I'm your cheerleader. I'm there for you. So this is for you. Here are some examples of if this is for you or not. If you are a woman, very much like I was, who's completely overwhelmed at home life and balancing it with work and family, and you feel lost, and you are completely lost in all of this, and it's just by accident. You don't even know how you got here, right? This is for you if you started feeling depressed and anxious, and it's causing you to be complacent. Not because you don't care, but because you're just so overwhelmed, you don't even know what to do. If you've made these decisions that you don't want to go on, on like this anymore, but you need someone to be there to support you, to guide you, to take you through this process. If you're looking for a safe, unjudgmental place to be honest with yourself, this is the place. Um, if you are not taking care of yourself at all, and you know it, and you think about it every day, but you don't, ha- you just haven't taken the action yet to change it. If you're feeling a 10 out of a 10 burnout, nothing left to give, you're like, what is even the point? I've been there. I have been there. I've had these feelings and I have overcome them and I have the tools to keep working on them. It's not a one-time fix-all, but I have that tool bucket. I have all these strategies so I can work on it every day. Um, okay. Let's see. It may not be for you. If you're just looking for that quick fix, right? If you're not willing and able to, at the moment to put yourself first, if you aren't um, ready to really look deep inside yourself and do the grit, do the work. And if you're not really ready to commit quite yet, that's fine. Maybe you won't get there. Maybe you will. But when you're there, I'll be there for you. So it is a three-step approach. It uses your mind, your body, and your soul um, to observe what we're doing how these choices are making us feel and how we can grow from there. So we use all of them. Um, We find the motivating factor, like the three steps, right? We find the motivating factors. We find the factors in your life that are motivating you for the change. We'll get clear on what and why that is. Two, we observe how your experience, how you experience life. What are you eating? How does it make you feel? How are you moving? How does that make you feel? What are you telling yourself? What are tools that you're working now? Do they work? Where do you feel them? Where do you, where do do they work? Do they not work? And step three, we create a plan based on all of this. That's going to feel right to you in your season right now. And then you can leave with all of those tools in there so you can make that better life. So if you are ready to change, if you're ready to do the work and you're ready to ask for help, which is really hard, I know, then let's connect, right? I mean, take my hand together. We can be the women who choose to be the type of woman who choose to, I said that a few times, right? That seriously, if you just grab my hand together, we will be the women who choose ourselves in this next journey. All right. I love you. Bye.